Hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild, the post Glastonbury special. I feel soulless. I feel like I have no soul. Yeah. Do you know why? Nothing left. Because you left it in a field in Somerset. Yes, I left my field in a soul in Somerset. Did I ever say the story of when a lady shouted at me because of that? No. Because I, it was, um, I... Prithy, do tell. Oh, I'll gather round. Um, I <laughs> brought it up on the podcast that I was talking about people that do those Instagram posts. And the first one that just came to yeah. my head was I left my soul in a field in Somerset or something, which turned out to be the Instagram post of one of my best friend's friends who she lived with. And we clipped it. Yeah, well, I the problem is I do all the clipping. <laughs> yeah. So, oh no, no, I no, we no, we we spoke about it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just forgot I'd read oh, it yeah. directly off her Instagram, and then went to and then I went to a party and she was fucking pissed out of her really? mind. Really? And she just went in at me. Really? To the point where all of her friends were apologising. <laughs> I just I just one stopped it. One of those ones are the best. Yeah, because yeah, she's like, like all of her friends, her extended yeah, family like, are writing you yeah, letters. Her cousins were emailing me. <laughs> It was I. I just popped in to say like happy birthday to a birthday girl, and then yeah. she launched. She launched in at me for this clip. What was her kind of shtick? It, it was mostly drunken, her life. drunken slurs. There okay. wasn't actually much rationality behind it. But genuinely upset, furious. Well, you know, I do feel for her because we met a lot. Of I, was, pod- I didn't say we met a lot of podcast fans out in at Glastonbury. It was a, it, they were on force. It was really yeah. a, a controlled, centered demographic of people listening to the pod. Why does that mean you feel for her? Uh, a lot of them were saying were bringing up they left their soul in the field That's in Somerset. Yeah, but I would only feel for her if we'd mentioned her by name. Yeah, okay. It, I I kept going like I didn't say your name. Yeah. I didn't even like how, why is this an issue? It's just embarrassing for you. It's only embarrassing <laughs> for you specifically because you've seen it. You're like, oh shit, that's me. Yeah. And for some of her friends who tagged her in it, it's true. But you know, that's that. Yeah. How was your first Glastonbury? It was great. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Please it feels it'll be feels... weird if you did lie. It feels like all embarrassingly cliche and basic because everyone seems to have had such a great three days and I would roll my eyes so much. But yeah, it was, it was everything that everyone says it is, which is mm. was kind of a disappointing. I would have loved a sort of yeah. a hit, trendy take, but it's kind of... No, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing. It. it is kind of the best... Festival, yeah. It's the best three days ever. It's sort of it, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really like... It's not a cool thing to say, but it is just incredible. Yeah. Not, not spirit, not it. spirit changing. No, no, no. no, no exactly. That's, that's the only take you can have, really. It's yeah. like, it is the best. But, but then, yeah, it's like spirit changing, no, but it's like you get great music. Oh, on you th- oh it sounds jacked. like it was no, spirit changing. No, was. You're going to say it was. Did you leave your soul? No, I didn't leave my soul. Jelly. But if you have good music and people incredibly high on drugs all together in an incredible mood, that's as close to yeah, it. But there's a good a lot spirit of, is it's it. It's almost every festival on the planet. But, but then do you think anything um, is good spiritually? What are you talking about? Do you think anything's good spiritually? No, I don't think I leave my soul anywhere. <laughs> no, there's nowhere. So for you, is there any way you could leave your soul? Maybe on like a bowling alley. What about like alley. Angel's Corner? At, what's it called? Or, uh, Augusta? Amen Corner. Amen Corner. No. <laughs> I left my soul at Amen no, Corner. I, I don't think I can leave my soul anywhere. It, you know, if I, if I was to leave my soul anywhere, it might actually be Glastonbury. Mm. So I understand why some people might leave yeah. their soul there, but for me, I prefer to keep it along, along for the journey. But yeah, it was, it, was a funny, it was a funny group because it was a lot of Elle and her friends who are very, very sweet. And they, but they, they're young they're younger, which is they, well, yeah, two, 20, 22s, 23s. Yeah, you know, 20, one of them was 21, I think. No, 22 and 23, um, yeah. which is the kind of the first time I've been hanging out with people who are like a 
a dithered younger or like a, a yeah and there's a clear a stone's there's a clear, throw away there's a well yeah like a stone younger you know there's a clear yeah like a stone's throw away not a stone younger in <laughs> weight in, yeah in, like a, like 10 pounds in, younger. In, in sort of temporal weight that they're, yeah. they're, they're stone lighter i was gonna say the same thing um because they're obviously very similar in age but you could definitely tell there is there is a gap that happens in that four years stuff happens to you you get dragged across it's the not- coals is it for 22? Are they 20? Well, they're 23. 22. Thomas was 22. Yeah. Was um, Thomas 22? Right? And yeah. the sweetest boys. But it was interesting being the older one because I've always been traipsing around people who are stones heavier than me. Many stones heavier than How me. How many? Uh, often three stones heavier than me. Wow. I mean, my, yeah, so you're my, hanging around with 80 year olds. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's my crew. Um, weirdly, my friends are weird. They're all like 38, my friends. So I'm used to like. Yeah. So it is, it is interesting having younger people around and being the older one there. That was like an interesting yeah. change. Um, you, you feel very protect, protective of these sweet young boys. So you Do need you? To, yeah, you've, you need to coddle them. Well, there's just like... I think your dyspraxia outweighs no, your age. No, that's not true. Like, I think no, everyone, I was naturally, wide, no, I everyone naturally, naturally goes to protect you. I don't you think, think oh, that's... This man is going to fall down a well no, or something. I point. think my charisma and my... Charisma? Yeah, my charisma... Uh, my wisdom, Sorry, I wasn't really, you, my so wisdom beyond lying. my years. We are lying. No, we're not lying. Right, With my yeah. wisdom beyond my years, um, yeah. even for me, even though I'm a stone's older than them, they're, they're still my wisdom beyond their years. The amount and of advice. And you look at least a stone's older. It's true. Well, I look yeah. ancient. I look yeah. as old as an oak tree. Yeah. And these young boys, they were asking so much advice of me. There were so yeah, many things. What kind that, of things? Well, they were asking about, you know, how do you make love to a woman properly? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I. So I very. Took, so. As if they were like a 15-year-old boy rather so than... So I took... Tummy. It was Thomas and Max, very sweet boys. I took Thomas on this knee. The left one for He's the about this tall. Listening, yeah. And then I took Max the other one and then I both... Wait, I he's met, that I, tall they, when tiny. he sits on a knee. He's yeah. not... He's no, not he's standing. Standing, he's only he's, he's like a gnome height. These right. are very small boys. They're okay. twenty two years old. They haven't fully grown. Starting to, <laughs> I'm starting to not quite remember this part. I don't. The, I don't think you remember this. Do no, you, I, I don't. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, I don't think you were there actually. So I don't no. think you actually know what actually happened. Yeah. Uh, and then I recounted how to best make love to a, a lady. Um, I presume you can't repeat that now. I can't. Well, that's Patreon only. Patreon that's, that's obviously yeah. I'm putting that. That's like the top <laughs> tier of Patreon. I'm putting that behind a paywall. Russia's love making <laughs> advice. How to, you know. How to pleasure a woman. How good, to listen good as well. Style. Yeah, how to listen was another bit of advice. How to. Yeah, yeah. Active they, they, listening. they said, look, I'm young. So was it mostly around sex and women? Was it was a lot of that. It was like, I'm young, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm dumb. Funny um, that they're both a lot more successful. They're <laughs> you very are. successful. And they're like, look, I know, you know, maybe I make a lot more money than you. You know, maybe that I've a lot. Wait, who's saying that? They're both saying this both at saying the same that. time. Pretty it's humiliating weird, weirdly, to have these two gnome children on your knee and them saying, "I yeah. know we're a lot." More I know successful we're than wildly you. successful, um, and we've already achieved more than you have, and we're much younger than you. Yeah. But even having to say that, I feel like I have so much to learn from you, um, and you know, I feel like there's so much how to be happy and not successful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was truly great. I spent most of my time. Um, at the Stone Circle. Did you spend any time at the Stone Circle? No, and I heard from Elle that there was no, like, music at the Stone Circle. Now, that is fucking mental. Why? No, because it was, this is, at, like, 8am when the music sort of stopped. Yeah, but I just, like, yeah, I, I, but it was a bit earlier than that, wasn't it? It's when the music, as soon as the music yeah, finishes, yeah. so you didn't spend most to... of your time there. It was just well, no, I did. It sounded terrifying. No, I did. The Stone Circle sounded fucking terrifying. So after the music, you'd go to the Stone Circle, which is the the <coughs> which is the whole thing felt like RuneScape. You know, it f- felt like you were in a fantasy land because it's the home of the Krusties. It's yeah. 
at every, any point in the festival, there are the crustiest people you've seen at Glastonbury s- round the clock in this stone circle. Right. So naturally, you thought that's just, where I'll it, spend it, the majority it, of my time. You know, um, you know, in Futurama, you know the people underneath the gr- underground. You know the underground people. No, I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen much Futurama. You know, Last of Us. Yeah. Those people. That's the people who live. The infected. The infected. That's yeah. who was zombie. Yeah, zombie. Zombie creeps. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually loved it because it was as the sun rose. You just have it. The, the sun sort of illuminates this. This the band. follies and foibles of, <laughs> of humanity. This, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's just uh, uh, all the different sort of drug dealers. They look like sort of apothecaries yeah. as well. The you know you have it's like a it's kind of like a market. It is like a market. And there's a barter system going on. You're, yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. trading and haggling. Yeah. Sounds, um, there's gnome, there's elves, there's goblins. Sounds fucking horrible. Um, and then we'd go back in the morning as a way to sort of because we'd sleep because I couldn't sleep in my our tent. Yeah. So I wanted to, and because it's basically the only place with loads of shade in the whole of Glastonbury. Yeah. Because it's got this giant tree, this holy tree at right. the other end of the the. So it meant that underneath it, all the crusties, we'd all lie. <laughs> we'd all lie in a giant, you know. A giant like pile. a web interconnected <laughs> yeah, sort of a giant system. Pile. It was it was genuinely my favourite place to Glastonbury. Obviously the you know you fucking wreck it. What like why was I don't because the, the it was it was the the most social place at at Glastonbury I think because it it was after most of the most of the thing happened was just everyone was chilling chatting but it had such a it had a really good vibe I think the whole of it. Yeah, what, where, where the crusties go to die. Where the crusties go to die. But it's it just, you'd see, and then if we, we would nap there every morning, me and Bibi, and every time we'd be woken up by something that we'd never see. It'd be um, a Gregorian chant, perhaps. It would be old white people singing about rocks. It was every, so the first morning we went for a, a nap there, um, we got woken up by this woman who was handing around mantra cards. So cards mm. printed with a mantra on. While you could see her husband in the distance standing in the middle of the stone circle. So right in the centre rock, which is kind of like probably the holiest place in Glastonbury. And he's, he's very seriously cross-legged, arms like this, eyes closed. She's handing out all these mantra cards. And we all did a, a mantra in memory of Tina Turner. So this was a... Was there was, a reason why it was Tina Turner? I didn't actually ask this woman much. I was, yeah. I was dipping in and out of consciousness at the time. But... um. Yeah, so we all but just... You said, it, you said it was. You said it was the late husband of Tina Turner was there. Is no. that not true? I don't think you I said that. said that, yeah. I don't think... No, her husband was there. Her husband was the, the woman... The wood, woman running the chant's husband. You did say there. Tina Turner's late husband. Or well, I had no, no idea. But I hope he was. Yeah. I hope he was. Because then why... Because I was... I started laughing immediately at the thought of just this random vigil for <laughs> Tina Turner <laughs> popping up. And then you said... Well, her husband was there, and I stopped laughing because I thought, "Oh, that's not as funny." He's actually organised it. So, why Tina Turner was just? Well, remember? I guess she's a great singer. Yeah, but there's a lot of great singers who are dead that I'm not holding vigils to. Admittedly, yeah, I'm, I'm on your side. I, I, yeah. I, it didn't quite make sense, and also it but felt nothing does in a stone so It felt too sort of spiritual and kind of ethereal to sort of be as specific as Tina Turner. Yeah, you'd think more just like kind of paying... You'd think more like paying respect to the trees. Yeah, or yeah. like, you know, the interconnectiv- interconnecting forces between us is, that brings us all together rather than the lady who sang... Mm. What's, what's, her big, what's her big number? Um, maybe it's you. Is that Whitney Houston? That's Whitney Houston. What's the one that's like simply the best? Simply the best. That's a big one, but she's got more. Um, Rolling in the River? Anyway. 
I don't know. I actually don't know much of Tina Turner's ones. Falling in the River? Definitely Simply the Best. But at the Stone Circle, you'd, it's the best for people watching because you see people where you're like, I don't even know how you exist outside of this place. Like, where does... It felt like once you left the Stone Circle, mm. um, they sort outside of... Outside Glastonbury or the Stone Circle? <laughs> I mean, one definitely outside Glastonbury. I could yeah. barely imagine them outside the, the Stone, Stone Circle. <laughs> it felt like one time... It, that's why it felt like a video game is because it felt like as soon as my character walked away, they would disappear. Did you get Stockholm disappear. Syndrome by any chance? <laughs> what, what, in what way? That you 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 were kind of captive at you by were the, held the, captive the, by the the energy and the power of the stone circle yeah and that you you I feel like a lot of Glastonbury for you was just the magnetism of the stone circle yeah and then Elle actually came to see it once and she came at the middle of the night which is the stone circle at its most terrifying yeah because it all you could the only lights you can see because it's pitch black it's a black field is three or four fires with people haggling and bartering. <laughs> 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 ridiculous um, and that's where um, that's the only place where you could guaranteed get balloons which right. are the, the king of all drugs for me yeah, yeah. Um, much like Michael Jackson's the king of pop I'd say balloons no, Nos yeah. is the yeah, and yeah so there's yeah. obviously there's obviously a, a friar walking around with the balloons a balloon laden belt um, <laughs> and then yeah. for a very expensive balloon it was like for one balloon they were charging five pounds which is a lot but then i did have yeah. one of the most insane trips of my life even on we've done intense balloon highs where we've done back to back i did one balloon and yeah. had the most insane trip and i think it was the power of the stone circle this was on the last night for god's sake i took this balloon and it was i was only high for like a minute and yeah. within that minute i imagined that i'd been watching myself do the whole of glastonbury and I wasn't me. I was more like, what an interesting experience this person's having. And then I was like, I was just experiencing the whole of Glastonbury as if it was someone else watching me. Yeah. And then slowly I was like, well, hang on a minute. Why is, why is, why is my reality become this guy's reality? And I was like, no, I'm not me. I'm not me. I'm not me. I'm not me. And then slowly it all came back and I was me. And then as soon as the high end, I was completely fine with it. But for a second, I was freaking out. I was like, I'm not me. I'm right. now I'm going to have to be me. So for a second, <laughs> I wasn't me. So yeah, the power of the stone circle. Yeah, it seems to be a, a, a power one has to wield with care. <laughs> you do, exactly. With <laughs> great stone. power comes great responsibility. I think you were near having the worst trip of your life yes. then. <laughs> like, just slowly going into yeah. your body. I'm not me. I'm not me. I'm not me. And then suddenly being you. And I'm glad that you managed to come but to terms the, with being you. Because if you didn't come to terms with being you, that's a fucking, that's an ender. What I love about balloons, though, is that you basically have a minute of a heroin high where, yeah. like, you have the most intense high ever, but then it just goes away. Yeah, so yeah, you can yeah. really you can dip your toe into mm. being completely fucked, yeah. or like, dip your toe into intense, hardcore, life-ruining drugs. It's like a tourist in. Yeah, heroin. I suppose it is, isn't it? Really, yeah. <laughs> it's a heroin holiday. Yeah, it is a heroin holiday. <laughs> They are the best. They are. They are undoubtedly the best. We did them. Um, there was one time we were doing them at, uh, at uni and we came back from a night out and there was this... Night out, uni, balloons. balloons. Can this not get any sicker? Can't get any sicker. <laughs> so this, and this girl was coming. We were in like a group and there was, I think there was me and two of our friends and then two other people, mm -hmm. including this one girl. And then the three of us did balloons and we were doing them for a while. And then she... It got to a point where I was like mid-taking one and I just heard like, why aren't they speaking? Her saying it to the other lady that was there. She went, what do you mean? 
It was like they kind of are a bit, but they're too like out of it. And they're just like, well, why are they doing them if? Why are they doing these balloons if they like if their voice if if they're not going to hear their voice? And they're like, what do you mean if you're not going to hear their voice? Well, because the whole point of balloons is to make your voice go high and high and squeaky, isn't it? She thought we were just doing helium, which is I'd like to know the guys that go on a night out, like come a back home night. and just go like, hello. <laughs> Keep speaking. Oh, it's going now. When he's like, <laughs> "Hello, my name's <laughs> I would love those guys. Yeah. Also, the guys who are selling them. You know, they got a yeah. cracker. They're selling them. Get your helium. Like, five quid. Five quid for one helium. All right. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, my voice is really high. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's a better life, actually. Yeah. That would, it's a lot that would speak to a better society. <laughs> a much purer society. If no, after... no mind altering, just no. people just <laughs> laughing at people's high, silly voices. It would be a much better, healthier society if that's what we wanted to do. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I think the, the big highlights for me, weirdly, the best, the best live act I saw was do you know who Barrington Levy is? Yeah. And I thought you would. I didn't know who he was, but he's like a reggae legend, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And was he doing a set or live? He was doing a live. Yeah. And it was his first Glastonbury. And I'd never heard of him. So I was just sort of dragged along. Just Who dragged you onto that? Uh, Paddy's friend, Max. We right. went to see oh, him. Yeah, yeah. He said, this guy's good. So we yeah, just went yeah, yeah. there. And um, it might have been the best gig of my life. Genuinely. Yeah. Um, because. Why did you just come from the Stone Circle? Mm, only like four hours earlier. I mean, right, it, yeah. there's not a long time between each time circle because I end the night there and I begin yeah. the day there. So yeah. I'm there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's not, you're never going to be too far from the stone circle for me. Terrifying thought. Um, but it was like this 75 year old Jamaican guy with like the worst font you've ever seen behind him. Mm. It's like, all well, that's the, all... that's part of the Rasta life. It must be his. bad fun. I, I, I know he's got. Did he ba- just keep shouting Rastafi? No, he didn't. I did. That's Obviously, I Obviously, you did. <laughs> Obviously, you did. <laughs> Rastafi. And then he was like, "Are you Jamaican?" I was like, "No, sorry, no, I'm I just I'm, oh, I'm part of like, fucking hell. I'm just you a big sound fan." Jamaican, Christ. Rastafi. <laughs> Rastafi that thing up. That is um, my favourite thing about reggae gigs. Is the, that the, they the, often the font. just rastify. No, they just just rastify consistently shouting rastify. Yeah, and there's a lot of the, the things font that, is also awful. So he had basically comic sand saying Barrington Levy, mm. and there's a lot of people have done a lot with. You know, if you see Chemical Brothers, they'll have uh, holograms, an, holograms, an animated mm. display. You know, on a similar stages, he has projected there in white comic sands. It says Barrington mm. Levy, and then it would change to green. And then it would change well, to red. It. Don't and then it change to blue. Then it would come back to white. And that was it was on a loop the whole thing. And he red, stood, blue, not green and no yellow and no, no, red. No, no, no. It was like RGB, not the reggae, no, reggae kind. It was of. like word art, right? <laughs> I miss it. Yeah, yeah. So Those with no cards. thrills, dressed yeah. head to toe in white. Um, and it, it was mainly him. It wasn't like there was like crazy band playing behind him as well. Like he, yeah. his voice was just unbelievable. And I think reggae, reggae, like a like a like a beef reggae. Yeah. Why um, are you fucking talking about a ragu? Yeah. So like like ragu. Right. Yeah. Um is best live, right? Yeah. It's it's kind of built for that, right? The sound system stuff because it's set. It right. Feels- sorry, I thought you were actually talking no, about ragu. Talking about then. That no. was very confusing. <laughs> I thought we were doing a bit. I was like, sure, ragu's best live. Um. Yes. Well, there's like 
because we saw i saw channel one sound system there briefly yeah. at glastonbury and there's channel one sound system and royal roots of the two big ones where there's this whole thing in the reggae scene particularly the dub reggae scene where it's like who can build the biggest fattest um sound system so it's a big they probably of any genre the most about Sound the quality system. of the sound yeah, yeah yeah but the thing yeah so they would build bigger sound systems it'll be like a gang kind of rivalry but not like aggressive because it's reggae and it's all peace and love but who could build the bigger sound system so that's with, where they with get the most their, space that's where they get their human urge for war out. for competitiveness <laughs> and, and <laughs> violence who can, who can is who could do the stankiest bass <laughs> <laughs> on this dub song so i i had just taken mushrooms which is a a, a key caveat spoiler before, alert for this gig yeah for the first time um, I think that's a caveat for the whole fucking festival. You'd have to. And where did I get the mushrooms? I'd got it from the scariest person in the stone circle. Yeah. Um, the guy who was selling you balloons, I said, we want some mushrooms tomorrow. Can you please get them for me? And he goes, that guy sells them over there. Guy in a brightly colored rainbow t-shirt in the middle of the stone circle. So leaning against the big yeah. rock in the middle that the mantra yeah. towards Tina Turner was being led by. He's a, he sells mushrooms. He's wearing a multicolored t-shirt. I thought it'd be nice. Nasty vibes. Really? Really? A mean man. I've never, I've never met a more kind of like grumpy guy in a rainbow colored t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, it was, it was like eight in the morning and he asked where I was from and yeah. I said, my Eleni. He's like, well, you weren't born there, were you? So it was like fucking, oh, right, it was wow. fucking eating up. So, and then I, I hadn't done much. So I had to ask him kind of, how do, how do I, I've never done, um, I've done like the chocolate, but I've never done oh, where you'd, and I, cause like what I realized is you get dried mushrooms yeah. and you literally just scoff them. The word scran comes to mind. I don't use scran, but it feels like you're scranning them. You know, when you scran something, scran as in eat. Yeah, well, scran, you, is, that, is that a verb or an adjective? I don't know, to scran. Because well, you have scran, maybe, you could, maybe it's both. Because scran is definitely Just a, scran it, lad. A noun, sorry. Yeah, it's definitely it, a noun. that's what I thought, is it is just, you're scranning it. And I didn't, it's weird, because you feel you have to do something with it. But just you scoff the buggers. You just scoff the fucking... Um, and yeah, so Baron to Levy Live was just... But because also, there's not there wasn't loads of reggae. Yet. Uh, reggae? Could you say it normally once? I I, I don't know why. Because you're freaking out. I don't know why. That's why you said the reggae thing. You haven't said it. What? You haven't said it correctly once. This podcast. Let's try it again. This is going to be another. This is another wall. Reggae. This is another wall. Regalia. Regalia. One time again. Reggae. Hit me one time. Reggae. Yeah. Um. Wally, fucking idiot. Reggae. There's not a lot of reggae. You've been saying reggae, haven't you, a little yeah, bit? I've have been half saying not, reggae. I don't know. There's been a stank of reggae. Um, and so it felt like all of the stoners at Glastonbury converged in one place, which was hilarious to watch because you have different vibes You're at so every, every grand, different... you aren't you? Everything every... has to be like... And then all the, all of the stoners in Glastonbury converged. Yeah, a few people that like reggae came. We probably happen to like weed as well. Then every single stoner came from across the hills. I'm a soothsayer. Um, you you're know. a fucking shit talker is what you are um, and so they all came together and it was just <laughs> it was funny seeing them all because you got like them all and one of my favourite types of people is the old white dubber you know has he got dreadlocks he's got matted hair that's yeah, for sure yeah yeah it's like 80 years old white guy 80 yeah these are fucking ancient yeah. guys and yeah. they've come out to see wearing a tour t-shirt yeah, uh, yeah yeah a lot of them wearing tour t-shirts but yeah. they're just smoking a big fatty bombati and absolutely loving life and it yeah. just felt like everyone was on the same yeah same wavelength but i think that was probably the highlight for me um i thought fred again was like fine but he he's a fucking wet wipe i'm not i didn't realize it was such a wet wipe christ yeah 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 because yeah. like 
I know he's like the trendy guy and it, like it looked like his his live shows were like kind of fun and interesting. And so I was like, I was excited to see I wanted to have like a th- moment where I was like, oh my God, he's amazing. But he, he's fucking, he does go on about like, he saw his sister in the crowd and almost started crying and it's and he just kept talking about, you know, family and love and it's yeah. like, fucking bash, bash your little pads, lad. <laughs> I don't need to hear this shit. <laughs> bash you know, your yeah. little pads. And it was just, it was very, he's got a couple yeah. of really good tunes, but it he's like, he's like the poshest man ever. Yeah. His, his granddad is Ian Fleming who wrote James Bond. Um, what? Yeah, it's true. And then he, um, his uncle... No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. His uncle or his godfather is Brian Eno. I don't know who he is. No, Brian Eno. No. Like, the, the uh, you know, no. mo- like, m- most famous musician who's ever lived. <laughs> well, he's clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Eno. Brian Eno. No, I don't know who Yeah, is. you wouldn't know. Actually, that's like, he's probably... The- is he folk? No, he's everything. He's just like a... Uh, he- He's like a musical genius who does Why many different type of things. You, it probably, he's probably the most respected and well-known person who corners off the kind of music you don't like. Yeah, okay. He does loads of different types of music, but all the ones you don't like. like. Well, it's, it's like, it, it'll be like, exp- he'll do some experimental electronic music, I guess, but he'll do, I guess, folk inspired. I, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. So it is bending genres together, so I wouldn't be able to describe it I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no closer to any knowledge of that um, but you you should know Brian Eno sure. I don't um, and yeah so he is unbelievably posh uh, and look fair play like you know he's clearly give us ri- a sincere moments because his rise has been meteoric it's been like ridiculously quick so yeah. he's like I can imagine it, it was like he wasn't far, not that long ago he wasn't really anywhere now he's kind of going nuts around the world yeah and but he's, his his whole fucking when he stops and he does all this piano moments i'm like shut the fuck up this yeah. isn't that good no everyone went i'm sorry everyone went nuts over his tiny desk boring yeah boring not that fucking good yeah. he's like he's a musical genius yeah. because because he goes rumble boom <laughs> that's sick do that that but then and then when yeah. a guy who goes and go yeah and then goes na 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 Everyone thinks he's a genius. Yeah. That shit is... It's because like, wait, hold on, is this, oh, is this two different like, guys? He must be a genius. He's not. <laughs> he's fucking not. Like, that, that no, tiny desk... Is a ge- that he, tiny he, desk... He's, he's written every song... Yeah, no. Yeah, but genius... Ge- whoa, whoa, whoa. Ge- whoa. 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 Let's rein it back in. Fred again is not yet... He wrote Galway Girl. He wrote Galway <laughs> I'm so sorry. I take everything back. Nah, it is nuts. We're not calling. We're obviously not calling Fred again a genius yet. He's got the potential to. Let's like fucking chill out. The tiny desk is fucking whack. It's is boring it? I shit. It. It's just you might like it because you don't have any music taste. It's just like it's just chords and chords and just stats over chords and it's like there's no rhythm or anything. And then it's just like, wow, isn't he emotional? No, he's got a disorder. He's got, yeah, he's definitely got autism. That's for sure. Um, Don't get me wrong, his dance music's sick. Yeah, he, when it, Rumble is a fucking disgusting song. Um, he looks, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I found the it was a lot about kind of, I like, I, I get all the love and we togetherness made it, stuff. We made yeah. it, and it's like a bit of that. But if the whole thing, let's like not that, make it. At least undercut work. it with something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, like did, a, f- we'll just crack thing. a joke or something, you know. He did. There was. There was. There's not even a slice of humor in him, which there should be because he's a man facing like forty thousand people in a crowd with a tiny little pad penis thing. <laughs> <laughs> with a tiny cock. It should yeah. be, you know, that's comedy. He's just there going. He should be there going. This is stupid. 
Yeah. What what has society got to if this yeah. is what's going on? Um, yeah, and I, I, I mean, we were talking about this on the way, and you probably disagree with this, but I, I do feel I'm not a big Coldplay guy, mm. but when it said the Arctic Monkeys might be dropping out, yeah, and Coldplay, and Coldplay coming in now, obviously, obviously, whenever because I, I talked to this with lots of people around the Stone Circle, every time you bring up Coldplay, obviously, people tap. They roll yeah. their eyes. They're too cool for school. I get it. I understand it. Who are the people at the same circle? Everyone. Yeah. You know, everyone I spoke to, friends, foes, enemies, mm. dragons, wizards, mages, <laughs> you name it. They N- all, knaves. all, the knaves. Spirits. Spirits. Pixies. You know, p- pixies. Yeah. You name it. Tavern they, folk. Tavern, well, the tavern, that's her. That's, we're all tavern we're folk. All we're tavern all in the folk. same tavern. I'm, I'm, that's I'm, the beauty of the stone I'm, circle. I'm more than well aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, the thought that Coldplay, I would have definitely actually because I wasn't didn't care about any of the headliners. Up to That's monkeys. stupid. You didn't care about Elton John. We saw it for half an hour. It was good. It was good. Well, you should care about Elton John. It was good. But it why did you not care about? Elton? That's like it was good. Like, it was, it was very... the only thing. It was kind of billed as his last performance. It's his last UK performance. No, the, the, the Elton John. Bit... It was it was amazing to watch. It, I, I I didn't really care about. I mean, he said caring it. about it, like going into it. You should care about Elton John. Yeah, for his last performance, that's a that's sick why headline. that's why that's why I went and saw it. But like, we we all were there, and we, I, I stayed for half an hour, forty minutes, yeah, and like saw a couple of great songs. But I, I, it was, I was never it was never going to blow me away. Yeah, it's just not my kind of thing. It was yeah, um, and Guns and Roses couldn't care less. Could, yeah, Arctic Monkeys were at the back, so the well, uh, Arctic Monkeys could have been sick. They just fucked it. Did they? Yeah, they did because they, they're doing this thing where they're not playing. They're kind of playing their old. They're playing their old songs in the style of their new ones. Yeah. So everything is slowed the fuck down. So yeah. even when they're playing their classics, yeah, it's just boring and slow. And they're doing this kind of Alex Turner's doing this whole vocal yeah. thing where it's just slur and everything, and just taking all the fucking spunk out of their old shit. If yeah. they played a set where they did all their bangers and some of their new stuff, but did their bangers how their bangers were written, it would have been sick. But and also, I'd, I'd seen them at Reading when they'd just done AM yeah, yeah. at their peak. So I felt like I'd got Art to Monkey Sound, my sister. Yeah. You would have hated it because we went at the back, right right at the back. Yeah, of, yeah. And Apparently I don't it know how, flashing. it was crazy. I, I don't know if this, this happens just if you're at the back, but mm. the two speakers were like half a second off. And because it's, of yeah, the, the, the delay. And with the kind of Art to Monkey's drums, it sounded absolutely insane. So well, I apparently it just sounded it. like a genuine delay. Like you were just caught between two different speakers, which is shouldn't happen, but it's such a massive stage. Yeah. And I don't know how it could happen anyway. I don't know why there's two different... Where, where You were right at the back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it, sh- it shouldn't happen, but yeah, that sounds fucking awful. Was Ma- well, I was talking to Max about it, so it was like a good half a second delay. It's which crazy. Is it's crazy. Like a fucking hour in music. It's um, crazy. But so my point is, for all that being said, Coldplay would have absolutely... I would have. I think they would have crushed it, and I think they would have melted the, the, cold, the cold hearts of many hipsters to death. And I was thinking about this. I was thinking, it, with most sets, <coughs> if... If anyone I saw brought on Coldplay for the last 10 minutes... The it whole would. Coldplay? Chris Martin coming out going... Oh, 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 like the, the key bit of Viva La Vida. Yeah. I think it would have made every... I was thinking about every time I was there, I was like, you know what? Every act you were at. For the last 10 minutes, they brought Coldplay out, it would make Every it person you saw? 
every I you went were through thinking, it. I mean, obviously, part of what makes so it better is... So you thought about Coldplay for the vast majority of Glastonbury? I thought about Coldplay for nearly the whole of Glastonbury. Um, I was singing Coldplay the most... You spent of, far too much time at the science <laughs> I did. Your mind has been para, permanent, para, permanently para altered. Paradise every time I close my What's eyes? their new... Sh- the thing the is... The new thing, so I'm obsessed with... The new, sh- the new stuff is shit. So the, why am I obsessed the with The stuff Coldplay? where they... You know, with the arena tours where they've all got this their... This is what I'm obsessed with, Andrew. With the, with the torches and shit. Andrew, Because that stuff is Andrew, horrible. Andrew. I was a Viva La Vida Andrew, fan. Andrew, yeah, Andrew. hold on, hold on. I was a Viva La Vida fan. I, that album with them where they're like putting up a flag or something on the ship that i i remember i got that cd i used to fucking bang it pretty hard now what the streets i used to roam you could you know connect with that i used to rule the world caesar i don't know the i knew you would be anywhere <laughs> near that <laughs> melodically or no no <laughs> idea no idea but then yeah then they've got this new st- what's the new one what's the so, big new one uh, i don't so uh, they did the, the first right. four albums, yeah. which were like respected, well, decent Because they bang, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what they decided to do was they're like, they've, they've now focused purely on speak people who don't speak English as the first language. Right. right? So Coldplay, in, in, in the English-speaking world, all right, Coldplay are, are lame. All yeah. right? They're kind of, they're similar to Nickelback in, they're like a, th- a, a punchline yeah, for a lame yeah, band. Yeah. If you speak Spanish, be it Latin America, Spain, or anywhere... Coldplay is still the greatest band who's ever lived. All right? yeah, That's right. why when they write these these new albums, they're not for us. They're not for people in London. They're not for that. They're for them to come out on stage covered in multicolored paint going, Sao Paulo, are you ready to go to paradise? Para, para. And everyone's like, para, para, paradise. Every time I close my eyes. Like even Zlatan Ibrahimovic, yeah. right? He's just posted a montage of his career. So Coldplay? Fix you. Well, but that's old school Coldplay. Still, it's still any it, yeah, any English I guess, person I guess wouldn't do that because there's, the sincerity has been removed. You can't do that non-ironically. But well, if I've just looked just at their set, new album. Yeah. You're, you're, you're onto something there because one, two, three, four of their songs are an emoji. This is why. So what's happened in higher so, powers? One I'm thinking of, by the way, that is, it is yeah, a higher power. <laughs> So they're 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 modern colonialists. So they've taken right. over South America with that Paradise album. So this is soft power. This is they're taking over Korea. Hard right? play. So they're this is that album. They're aiming at Asia. That's why they've got emoticons. One of their songs is called Batifol, which is what Indian men say. Batifol. Look look at the look at the song list. Look for beautiful. Yeah. That's what Indian beautiful. men say under Margot Robbie fan accounts. Really? <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful lady. <laughs> My friend says... How does that go? We'll get it taken off. Yeah. They've got like the fucking... They've got like Sesame Street puppets yeah. behind it as well. I, you never know what Coldplay are doing anymore because then they, you don't see them out and about. No. Because they're too busy they're, doing the biggest out world... arenas. Yeah. Huge world yeah. tour. Africa will be next. You know, yeah. they, they, they're unstoppable. And I just love... I just thought... I was watching Earl Sweatshirt yeah. um, who had a hilariously depressed set yeah. where he was furious about... He didn't give a shit about Glastonbury. Um, and he was furious about how no one was even... Everyone was depressed at the set. But it's also like... If you're going to make rap that's all about being depressed, 
and kind of wanting to kill yourself. Then you should bring don't Coldplay sh- out in the don't, last five Don't minutes. be shocked when your audience are a bit lethargic. Wait, what was he saying? Well, it was more like he was doing, all his raps sound the same. I like him, but it's, yeah. it's still like- I'm I've never got into him. Off, gonna, I've know. never got into him that much because he's just so dark. So dark. But it was. I found it funny that he was like, well, y'all are really hot. You guys, like, it was more like, yeah. y'all really sleepy today. And it's like, well, what do you expect? Last 10 minutes, if he was like, I got my boy. I call him Chizzy M, but you probably know him better as Chris Martin. Go yeah. If he came out, it would have blown the roof. Uh, All of uh, the trendiest fucking depressed guys would have been like immediately covered yeah. in the paint, you know. Because I think that's wrong. <laughs> Every what? I what? don't I don't think the L sweatshirt crowd would erupt if Chris Martin came on. Last ten minutes, paradise. Look, I We're think losing I th- Every time I close my eyes. You've got a stone circles <laughs> attitude. You're deluded. You're deluded. you you've kind of you think you you've kind of got this sense of community from Stone Circle that doesn't exist outside of it. I don't think Chris Martin would bring that crowd up. <laughs> I think they'd be too. I think everyone would be too scared. Lights will die. I think everyone would be too scared to start enjoying it. So therefore, no one would enjoy it. And you can't. You can't keep doing this. I'm just going to ignore you. Your bow. I mean, the drop will fix you. Yeah. Tell, no one's crossed their own. This is this guy. Yeah. And I, I just will think. I think. I think there's better. I think there's better artists to for them. <laughs> I think there's better artists to bring Chris Martin on than Earl Sweatshirt. A better artist than Chris Martin. There's a better artist to bring Chris Martin on than El- than El Switch. Probably. There is also better artist than Chris Martin. You fucking in. freak. I don't What's wrong in. with you? Why have you I suddenly don't... become this obsessed? You thought about them at every act at Glastonbury. What's wrong with you? I've got a higher power. What's, um, your, what's happened to you at Stone Circle? So, how was your Was there loads of Coldplay fans? <laughs> no, there's no Coldplay fans. Were you constantly talking I about Coldplay? For some reason, I couldn't stop laughing at... I kept playing over my head, seeing him going, Sao Paulo, are you ready? So he just, he gets the place wrong as well. No, no, because it's just, uh, the videos of him touring South America just make me laugh so much. I don't know why it's so funny to me, but I've just seen so many videos of him in some random, Buenos Aires, are you ready? And they're all like, "Ah, they can't believe it. And you, but you couldn't stop thinking of that at Glastonbury. The whole Martin. time, the whole time. As if if if, if he came on, right? Uh, if he came on, Chemical Brothers. Do you think that? <laughs> do you think that took away from your Barrington enjo- Levy? Do you think that took away from your enjoyment or something? No, there? I think it actually maybe quadrupled it. I'm not gonna lie. Do you think it quadrupled? I think it? I had the best time at Glastonbury of anyone there. I was looking at everyone's Instagram posts. I was like, you didn't have half the time I had because you, weren't, you weren't imagining, imagining Chris them Martin bringing Chris Martin on last at ten the minutes end of the act <laughs> every single time. No. No, Floating points. We got a very special guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it would always be hilarious. Oh, yeah, I mean, the more inappropriate, the better. But I mean, even Fred again would be hilarious. <laughs> right after Rumble, God, just... they'd, they'd have a wet off. They'd they see would, who yeah. could who could be wetter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It would be, yeah. It would, you're right. He cherished the singing. Um, how was your glass of room? Um <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good, man. I had a great time on Thursday. Uh, got down on Thursday. Had a bit of a... There was something going on in my throat, I think. Like I had some sort of tickly cough going on. Yeah. But that kind of made way on Thursday. Thursday was very fun, you know classic start to it first night drew was fairly reasonably behaved actually. very reasonably behaved for 
Kind of, well, yeah, re- yeah, fairly reasonably behaved. So nothing nuts compared to what I'm used to, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of took it nice and easy, and then kind of woke up on f- about five a.m. on the Friday. Got out of the tent and just basically like shat myself. <laughs> This is going to be quite graphic, by the yeah. way. Like, you can turn off if you yeah. want, because I can't tell this story with anything other than a bit of gross. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of. <laughs> it's a bit gross. Um, so I kind of just like shit myself as the first <laughs> thing that happened in the morning. And then I was like, well, that's not great. I thought maybe it's, you know, it happens in a hangover. But it felt a bit different. But then, so one of the worst places to shit yourself is at a festival. Definitely. One of the worst places to have like a diarrhea type thing is at a festival. Yeah. Um, that's where I found myself yeah. the, the first morning of. Yeah. No, uh, no other. So I, um, I went to the toilet, kind of sorted it out, made myself throw up because I mm. felt pretty awful. Yeah. Um, and then came back to the tent and I was like, oh, I, I, I need to, I need to yeah. shit myself again. I need to throw up again. Oh. Oh, that's odd. <laughs> Didn't I just do that? I swear, I, I just swear, sh- I was just over there. I swear, I just shat myself a lot. Wasn't I just? Do I still have more shit to go? There's more in poop to go. <laughs> more poop and vom. Um, so I made my way back over to the tent. Uh, to the not the tent. You moseyed uh, on down. Moseyed on down <laughs> to see the to see the scene. Fortunately, it was at a time when no one was properly awake yet, so I was um able. Are to... Are you walking down to the tent like this, kind of like a cool cat? Toilet paper in hand. Um, and then got there, yeah, then did the same, more of the same. And then kind of went back and thought, right, I'll try and get back to sleep now. That should do it. In my mind, I'm like... Two poops. Two poops, couple of throw-ups. <laughs> that should be it. Because, you know, so yeah, these hangovers can happen. Yeah. Where it's like alcohol poisony kind yeah. of thing. You just got to get it out and then it's all done. Yeah. And so I thought, I'll try, I'll go back and I'll get some sleep now. Um, I then kind of, I went back to the tent and didn't seem to be able to go to sleep due to the excruciating, excruciating agony in my stomach. So I was like, something, this is slightly different to something mm. I've, I've previously had. And it got to the point where I was like, well, I need to throw up again and shit myself again. <laughs> and I was like, that's three within an hour. That's quite a lot. Of, that's three for three. That's, well, within an hour, that's quite a lot of uh, pooping and shitting and vomiting. So I, I did it again. And then I came back, same thing happened. And I thought, right, this is now, um, this has escalated to the point where I think we need to kind of change our tactics. Code red, here. would you say? I would. It was like, well, yeah, code brown. Um, but <laughs> it was, and, and so I, I woke up L and I was like, I think there's something not quite right here. Yeah. Because I was actually in one of the worst pains I've been Did in. You, so you broke up with her. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I was like, I don't think it's working between <laughs> us. We're not really communicating in the same way as we have been. I think the spark's gone. I'm not sure we're really going to make it out of this slump whilst I was pooing myself in the tent. So it was it was a weird time to break up with her, but when you it was alpha. There's when never, you when you there's never a good time. There's never a good time. Yeah, and when you when you've got diarrhea that. at Glastonbury and you're going back and forth from a toilet, never, you always have an excuse. Look, I, always I'm always going to have an excuse, and when you feel it, you feel it, and it's good to be true to yourself because it's only it's only going to hurt her if I stay <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. It's only going to be both. It's, it's going to be bad for both of us. Yeah. Stop making excuses. So I broke up with L. <laughs> Um, and then I said, but then I said, I think I actually need to go to the medical tent. Yeah. And she, very nice of her, very kind of kind of her came with me. She, you know, she didn't have to, I did just break up with her. But so there, yeah, I think she just thought I'd need to make sure this, this guy doesn't die. Uh, cause that would look dodgy as well. Cause well, I've just, broke, yeah. Cause I just broke oh, up with yes. her. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Saving so, her own skin. Exactly. Classic yeah. her. This is why I broke up with her. 
Um, so we we then made our <laughs> we then made our way to the medical tent. Um, I'm I am throwing up along the way. There's uh, there's no sh- mm, there's some some. We get to the medical tent and I'm this is the I've realised this is like peak agony. I'm in agony at this point. Yeah. So I'm kind of and I'm a groaner anyway. I like a good groan if I'm in whinge. like a moderate, not a whinge. I'm, I like a groan if I'm kind of moderately hungover. If I've got some moderate hungover stomach pain, I'll groan it out. But when I'm in like some sort of visceral stomach agony, then you're getting some shrieks. Then mm. I'm shrieking the place. You were yeah. shrieking? Yeah. You were shrieking? There were some shrieks. I, if I could, it was one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. Then got put into this place. Got kind of checked through. I think they realized the severity of the situation because I was, they were asking for my details and I was like hunched over on the floor, just like trying to save my address. Um, and then they took took me into this like little booth area and then um, was game. It, okay. Was it what? Who was playing? <laughs> a booth area? <laughs> like a DJ booth. I thought, sorry. Oh, but that would imply I was playing. <laughs> so they made me do a set. They took me onto the West Holt stage and suddenly said, <laughs> Can you do an hour of reggae? This guy's just dropped we're... out. You DJ'd a bit at uni, didn't you? Can you? It's really, it's really handy. You've come to the medical tent because, <laughs> because DJ Longlegs has just dropped out, and we need you to do twenty-five minutes of. So they took you to a little booth. They took me into a little booth. Um, gave me a, a little uh, kind of thing to throw up in. Um, so then I was there for they. They kind of then the, the nurses were nice at that point. Um, they were kind of asking me questions and stuff. They they took a, a blood sample, took my blood pressure and everything. They thought it was appendicitis for a mm. bit, which I was like, I don't think it is because it's the, the cramps were coming and going, but it didn't feel like my appendix no. had burst, and I think I'd know that. Yeah. But so for all this time, I'm throwing up, man. I was. It was the most thirsty I've ever been in my life. It was the most frustrating thing because I'd thrown up so much already. This is like. 8 a.m. now. I've been up pooping and throwing up for three hours. You're putting serious numbers on I'm the board. I'm putting unbelievable, like world record numbers on the board. I'm I'm pooping and, and throwing up. This is your PB. My ex-girlfriend's there to witness all of this. <laughs> and so I'm I'm throwing up. There's no more liquid to throw up. So I'm downing water and throwing that up. And they were kept they kept being like, you need you need to sit water because if you down it, you're gonna get more dehydrated. I was yeah. like, I'm too thirsty to listen to you. Yeah. So I kept I kept downing water and then throwing up. I was like, I don't care if I throw up, I have to have this water. Yeah. And I was like, this throwing up ain't gonna stop anytime soon. So I was doing that. And then they were like, We need a piss sample. And then they Another he's like, that's rubbing salt. I was like, You've done enough, haven't you? (laughs) I'm pooping and vomiting. Can you not take the shit from that? I've got endless amounts of those. Can you not take the shit from my shit? Is what you (laughs) wanted me to say. Really? No, I I listened to the medical professionals. Um and I was like, sure, I'll I'll get you. Hold on, love, I'll get you your piss sample. Just give me a minute. (laughs) So they left me a cup and I was like, give me a minute, threw up, and then was like, Okay, I think now it's time for the piss sample. And I so everything had been loose. Again, this is very graphic. So if you don't like it, pause for a moment. Well, that was and then play it. That would mean <laughs> Or just take a deep it, breath. Pause it and then play it. And then, yeah. yeah, take a deep breath, get yourself some herbal tea or something. So I was like, right, I'll, I reckon I could squeeze a, squeeze a piss out. Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. And then, so they gave me this little cup and I went into the corner of the room and my ex-girlfriend was there, I need to stress. So I kind of, you know, took, took my todger out, put, was going to try and, I was like, you can squeeze, they don't need much. So I was like, I'll squeeze a bit out. And as I started squeezing, I was like, I'm 100% going to shit myself if I continue to try and squeeze this out. So she came in. I was like, I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna poo myself if I do this. I was like, Where's the toilet? So I basically had to go to the toilet to shit myself. 
and then like put the piss cut by on my dick so I could get some some wee out. That was the lowest point actually. <laughs> Which is nice. That was the lowest point that we got to. Um, but so I managed to get the piss sample. But the only way to get the piss sample was to shit myself, which shows the state I was in, actually. So we got back and then they were like, we're going to transfer you to the main bit, the main hospital bit. So I, these, these, two, these two men came. I went in an ambulance all the way through Glastonbury to the other side of the, um, to the, other side of the festival. For no particular reason. Actually, well, I, they, before I went there, they gave me, I got my first injection in my bottom. Never had an injection in the old, in the old tush-tush before. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so that was like it was just a painkiller thing or an anti-nausea painkiller thing. Didn't do a fucking shred of anything to me. No damage. So they were like, let's get this boy off to the main hospital thing. Put me in an ambulance. So I was kind of banging along in this ambulance with a sick thing. You were fucking... I was, <laughs> I was fucking my ex-girlfriend. I said, because she was there and I was like, why don't we just have one last time of lovemaking before we part ways? Let's try and make, a, let's try and make some good out of this tough situation. Um <laughs> But so we're we're going up, we're banging, we're not together anymore. That's confusing, but we spoke about it. Um, on the way to the main hospital, got up there. Then this lady gave me another injection in, in my arm this time with a stronger painkiller. But then I was there. You are all prude. Oh wow, yeah. What's wrong with my bottom, <laughs> Miss Doctor? What's wrong with that? Um, then so I re- I think for the since I'd woken up I then spent another like three hours in that place just vomiting yeah. Yeah. vomiting and crying and then a lot of liquid leaving your body yeah a lot oh, fucking all it's all, most de- all which ways all which ways it's the most tears dehyd- shit blood piss it's the most dehydrated I've ever been in my life yeah. and, and the worst thing is you can't drink water you've got every tap on that's why yeah yeah <laughs> and then so then that happened at that point I was. So they were they were quite they weren't great. These there, there was a moment I was kind of left to my own devices. They weren't a, the top docs in the no, world. No, I think I, for a good hour I was just like just by they didn't really check on me that much. They kind of did this and then did they I give was, you any literature to read. No, no literature. No, no light reading. No <laughs> perusing through some magazines or anything. It was just like here's a floor, here's a bucket. <laughs> do what you need to do. So I was on the floor just kind of groaning and throwing up very loudly, might I add. And then eventually I managed. So I think I was there in the hospital for about seven hours in total. Just pure vomit. Yeah. Pure uh, seven hours of throwing up in a fucking, honestly, worst pain ever. So then... I managed to just about fall asleep. This was the fucking kick in the shin. So It's great in Glastonbury when you find your tent. You know, the tent. The medical tent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the medical tent are just outside the festival. It's got got all the stuff you like, so you can stay there for like seven hours. It's got Gaviscon (laughs) tablets. It's got um, stronger painkillers than you can get. A prescription. You can just pitch up the the medical tent. Round the clock medical medical care. Sick buckets. You know, toilets (laughs) nearby with toilet roll. Um, so we, we then finished that and they, the, the, the drive was a good, I genuinely 25 minutes, 20 minutes. So we're going slowly. Then I then fell asleep for about five minutes and that managed, made me feel a little bit better as in not throwing up consistently yeah. better. And then I was, I had my sliders on with no socks, a pair of shorts with no pants and a hoodie with no t-shirt on. And then they were like, oh yeah, we Where can't, pants, we Drew? can't, they're in, oh God, I forgot about the pants bit, didn't I? Yeah, well, one of them, because I pooped myself in it, was down the toilets in the festival. Yeah. The other one, when I came back, I had to, there was no toilet roll, so I just had to use a clean pair of pants as toilet paper. Brutal. 
I mean, what else are you going to do? It's one of you're, those you're situations. You're pretty much Bear Grylls. That's resourceful yeah, as it gets. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, two it's what pair, Ray Mears would have done. Two pairs of my pants are, yeah, are amongst compost. They will be. They will soon become fertilizer. Uh, Although I'm sure there's a rule about not throwing pants in there, but I'll t- I'll, I'll raise you that rule with how I felt that morning. Yeah. Um, so I then we left. I'm sure Greta Thunberg would forgive you. She will. Yeah. She'd do the same. How dare you? I think you? even even I think even Greta Thunberg would lose her ecological consciousness in that situation. Really? Yeah. Uh, Greta Thunberg is she... chucking her underwear down there. <laughs> She is wiping her ass with her pants and throwing them down there. If she's feeling like how I felt, there is no chance. How not. dare you? So we then woke up, felt a bit better. It was like, okay, that will do. And then they were like, so it was time for us to leave. And they, the guy said that they'd give us a lift back because it was obviously the other end of the festival. And then they were like, no, we can't do that. So then we had to walk back from one end of Glastonbury to the other. It was a good 45 minute hour walk. Christ. In, that, in the heat with, I only just finished throwing up in like sliders my back was fucked because i've just been in the same position yeah on the floor yeah. kind of retching um go back to the and i was like at that point i was like i reckon i'll leave i'm not sure i can i'm not sure i can really come back from that but then i thought fuck it i'll stick it out for a night and see how it feels the next day yeah which I did. So basically did nothing on the Friday night. Didn't We went into the main bit and saw a bit of Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, but then tried to get some food down, which was fine. Everything, everything was going fine, yeah. but nothing was improving. Yeah. And it's like, if you're feeling like that at a festival, is there, is there much point of you being at a festival? Great, great question. And then woke up the next morning and I was like, this is the time. I, if I'm not better by midday the next day, I'm just going to fucking leave. And then Elle was like, let's go into... So it was like midday, like, let's go in, get a beer, see how that goes down and go from there. So I had like two or three beers and then saw Ray, who was fucking fantastic, um, and then threw up in the toilet. And I was like... Ray, sorry, just to start you, Ray, last 10 minutes, brings out Coldplay. How does that work? Ruins it. Do you think... 100%. Because you're actually, you're forgetting, you're presuming that every artist is... Like, if, what happens if they're killing it and bringing out Chris Martin just be like, why are you killing the momentum? <laughs> you mean the king of momentum himself? He's not the king of momentum. <laughs> he's the king he's of not momentum. the king of momentum. If he drops Paradise coming out, I don't care what... If you've reached the gig Paradise? Para! Para! No, no. Paradise! You're, you're, so, you're so wrong. <laughs> that makes a 10 you out think, of 10 gig think, 11 out of 10 gig. You think gig. any artist in the world absolutely killing it... Stop singing it, I swear to God. higher power! If you're saying if any artist in the world... Is having the best gig of their life. Yeah. It would be made better. Any artist would be made better by bringing out Chris Martin for the last 10 minutes. Uh, even a Coldplay gig. Okay, that's enough. Um, <laughs> even if Chris Martin was like, I've got a special friend to bring out. And it's a hologram Chris Martin. No, he runs around the wings. No, no, he's got to bring, it's got to be a hologram. <laughs> no, it's him. He goes, it's me. Well, given the size of the arenas, the run around the wings is going it's to long. be half an hour. It's a long time. Half an hour. And they're just playing like backing music, waiting for it. The lead up to Paradise. Here's Chris Martin. Sorry. Higher power is funnier than Paradise. <laughs> um, so, I've no idea where Sorry, apologies. So You're talking about Ray. Was, You're watching Ray. So, Ray, yeah, I threw up and then I was like, that's it. I was like, it's time to make the decision. And I was like, I'm going to go. Fuck it. It's pointless. I was, because I was like, I can't drink. I'm not going to do any drugs. I don't feel well enough to be at this festival. Yeah. Let's leave. So then just kind of just did it on a whim was from the decision to leave to actually leaving was like yeah. five minutes. I just fucking did it. Then 
weird obviously very depressing journey strange journey back because i didn't have much phone charge either so i was basically just looking out a window a lot of dwelling you had a to lot dwell of dwelling. <laughs> just kind of and i was feeling i wasn't Eat, feeling sleep, dwell repeat i wasn't feeling awful was the thing and i was like have i made the right decision here oh yeah. I made the right decision. and then these two geezers i was at the train station yeah. waiting for the train to london is it's, anyone there yeah so there's people, okay. people well it's a big festival people live yeah, yeah. there's a few and there's like people that were hunched over well, shit the, yeah it's literally it's one of the most depressing places to be it's definitely the most depressing journey i've ever been on um but these two fucking geezers were walking around the train station i kept seeing them talking to people who with a wristband and they came over to me oh just before that context the working theory at that time was i was probably spiked that was the working theory um, I never bought that theory personally. Well, I could, that doesn't matter for it's now. Big, it's a huge part of the story, but go on. No, it's not. It's a big, big part. It's not a big part I of this. I think it's a big... Shut the fuck up. It's not a big part of this story. Let me do this story. <laughs> so that was the working theory for then. So these two geezers came up to me and they were like, have, have you got a wristband? I was like, yeah. He's like, do you want to sell it? I was like, fuck yeah. Why not? 40 quid. Why not? In the bag. Took it off. Gave it to Oh, them. nice. 40 quid. And then they had to... But before... So they gave me 40 quid and then they went to... um the guy had to go and get a plastic bag to remove it, which is a quite an ingenious method, actually. But I was then just waiting with the other bloke. And the other bloke was just felt the need to make small talk. And he was just like, oh, they're actually nice guys. But, so he was just like, oh, so why, why are you heading off? And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I think I got like spikes on the Thursday night. I just haven't really recovered from it. So, you know, I'm just not really, not really going to get back to the festival kind of place. So I think it was just better to leave. And he was like, oh, all right. Didn't get raped, did you? <laughs> what? And I was like, no, no. I was like, lucky I fucking didn't. What? I'm actually, I was just like, yeah. What tone did he ask that yeah. question in? Uh, not a joke. It wasn't like a laugh. It was a bit like a. I oh, didn't didn't get raped, did you? <laughs> and I was like, bloody hell, mate. Lucky I didn't. Imagine if I'd just been like, yeah, yeah, no, I did. I, I, that's actually why I'm, I'm leaving. And I wanted to, I wanted to bring it up with you. <laughs> I'd like Are to, you serious? I promise you, yeah. Didn't get raped, did you? I was asking like, there's a terrible bug going around. You didn't get that nasty bug going around, did you? That's the tone he asked that in. No, but it's much worse. No, but the tone yeah. that he asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't get raped, did you? That's crazy. Yeah, um, really made me laugh. That is fucking Made me insane. laugh so much. I was like, what if I did, mate? What if I fucking did? How concerned was he? Reasonably. I think he was... I don't think he'd contemplated me saying yes. He had... Not for one second... What's going through his head? He, he, he going through his head is spiking. What happens most when you get spiked? Oh, you get raped. Yeah, okay. He's thinking that and he's like... Oh, you didn't get raped. He, he, was, a, he was like, oh, you didn't get raped. Oh, <laughs> no, you didn't get raped, did you? Yeah. Um, so he was... There was an element of concern. There wasn't enough. He hadn't have contemplated that I might have. I think he knew that I didn't. He looked at me and was like, this guy nah no um christ so that made me laugh a lot that, that kept that kept me going for the journey back just the constant didn't get raped did you <laughs> that was probably a, a bit of a boost you needed it you was know? hilarious i've never been asked that by a stranger nor will i ever be just in that casual manner that i think i had exchanged four sentences with that man one yeah. of them was didn't get raped did you christ so that stuff. was fun and then, yeah, so I got back, got back home and I was feeling okay. And I was like, oh, I maybe could have stuck it out. And then had a little bit of food and then was shitting myself in the entire night. Oh, no. And it was, was a bit of relief. It was, I was over, overjoyed. <laughs> 
I've never been happier with <laughs> diarrhea for the whole night. It was absolutely fucking perfect. Yeah. Because I was generally up and down to the toilet. One being like, imagine if I was at the festival, having to go up up and down to the toilet is a fucking nightmare. But you had one night at the festival where you basically did that, right? You yeah, had yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. eight trips to the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was like way more than that. Um, and so one, I was smug about not having to do it at a festival until I was like, I made the right decision. How smug were you? Very. Yeah. I've, I, I don't think anyone who's what, shitting himself is, like a... I don't think anyone who's shat themselves has ever been as smug as I was. What that face or expression did just you Just being have? like a, this is okay. <laughs> I was like, this is okay. I slept for about two hours because I yeah. had diarrhea for the whole night, but I was honestly happy because you're, you, you're worried that you've made the wrong decision. Mm. So that was a, you made the fucking right decision, Andrew. Well done. Because you yeah. could have made the wrong one and that night at Glastonbury would have been fucking hellish. Yeah. So it was the right decision to make because I was never, I'm still recovering. I've still got there. So my now- How are you feeling now? Better. Today's the first day I'm not awful. Well, yeah. I haven't been awful. It just goes in waves. Um, my theory is, I think that I've heard that there's this big stomach bug going around from Jacob Hawley, actually, his Instagram story said that he's, his kids have got it. I spoke to Izzy, our friend, about it, and she said to her friend, who's said that her office, also Top Golf, her office has, has been hit by sickness, oh, fuck. hit by a stomach bug sickness, um, and I think loads of kids had it. I I think I got it from swimming, because there's so many people in the pool. Yeah, and there's kids in the pool, and if they poop themselves a bit, it's game over. If someone with a, like a, a kid poops in your mouth, yeah. Well, no, because apparently swimming is, and what the really annoying thing is with the timing of it. I think I got it. So we left on Thursday and I was sitting there Thursday morning and was like, I could go for a swim. It might be quite nice to go for a swim. But I also, can I be bothered just before Glastonbury, whatever? I decided to do it. I reckon I got it from that swim. On the day we left for Glastonbury. And me and BB went out for a coffee that morning and you didn't. I, we saw you coming back. You didn't see us. I was like, he's in his zone. Yeah. And you sauntering off. You Obviously... Yeah. Post swim. Post swim. You're never smugger. Than no, of course. Swim. Yeah. I've just, you're just, how many legs have you done, pal? <laughs> you're just, you got your towel. You're just yeah, in yeah. your fucking zone. You've yeah. never been smugger. Little did I know. I just <laughs> ingested a child's, child's shit and then ruined my festival. I reckon that's where it came from. Now, I think the most I laughed, now, why, why this makes me laugh most is that people didn't really find it that funny ever. Um, which is, I think it was on the first morning when mm. you'd woken up. And you told me that you'd pooped yourself, which well, when I came back from the medical tent, well, did you come, Were we already there when you came back from the medical tent? Yeah, I, yeah, of course. I feel like, of course, yeah, of course, I was. What time did you get back from the medical tent? Twelve-ish. Okay, or maybe yeah. Well, you're in your tent telling me, yeah, that, uh, just completely the poop story. Yeah, yeah, and you're right at the back. I can barely yeah, yeah, see yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You're just there yeah. saying that you're just like I pooped myself today. Yeah, yeah. Do you no, know, it's good. Do, it's do good. you know how I started this morning? Pooping myself. <laughs> Worst way to start a day. It's true. And then I couldn't stop singing. Oh, yes. It just came into my head. And then it was, it, it became almost like a, and I, I, I literally, if I wasn't thinking about Coldplay, I was mm. thinking, I don't know why it came in, but it was the, even the music video for Johnny Cash's Hurt. But instead of I hurt myself today, it's I poop myself today. Yeah. And literally the first line of that is, I poop myself. Well, it's I hurt myself. Yeah. I poop myself today. And then the rest of it all works. Per all you have to do is change I hurt to poop. Mm. I poop myself today to see if I still hurt or feel. I focus on the pain. pain yeah. The only thing that's real. What have I become? 
my sweetest friend. And literally having the image of you walking to the toilet like eight times that night. It wasn't really the image either. It was, <laughs> it was like in black and white. Well, it was- I pooped myself well, today. Well, you actually, I did. There were a couple of times you did sing it when I was on my way to the toilet. <laughs> Which is, you know, <laughs> to see if I still feel. There's <laughs> the idea of doing it to see if you still. Feel. Yeah, yeah, like I've dived. This is self-inflicted. I was like, what have I become? There were a few what have I become moments. And you can have it all. Yeah. My empire of dirt. It's empire of poop. Empire of poop. Yeah, there were quite a few though. Um, <laughs> but again, it's another festival fucking ruined. I mean. Bad luck. I get awful luck. Yeah. I've had, I've missed. So tonsillitis. Tonsillitis of... twice for two different festivals. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Man. Do you remember there was Boardmasters oh, and the second Reading? And Red, the second Reading, If yeah. you're going to miss two Boardmasters Reading, I'm okay with. Half of Glastonbury, I'm not okay with. No, it's not good. But. You no. dealt with it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well as you I always, I always will. But yeah. it's just, to be fair, because I haven't been Do that. Do you feel glad you weren't right now? Now that he brought it up. Well, I, I suppose the gentleman <laughs> put things into perspective. <laughs> Because I could have been spiked and raped. Instead, I just swallowed a child's shit and, f- and threw up for the whole week. Well, that's all our time, folks. That's our Glastonbury review. Thanks very much. To, Don't uh, go for a swim before you go to Glastonbury, I guess. We've got a rust update and we'll be talking about oh, it on the podcast. Shit. We'll talk about it on the Patreon or do you want to give it out to the... Oh, it's a shame. Let's, give, let's give it to them. We but we don't do have it. time. We don't have time. We don't have time. That's a shame. Well, it's your call. We don't have... There's too much to talk about. We're going to have to do it on the Patreon. Well, then end the episode. Rust update and on the Patreon. The See you next week, guys. Thank you